ministry of Bishop Eddie Fabian edifies, exhorts, and comforts as God confirms his word with accompanying miracles, signs, and wonders. Bishop Eddie Fabian pastors the Christ Our Savior Cathedral of the megachurch of Wasi, off the Nanavongo Road. His weekly Sunday services and turning point services on Friday are streamed live on Facebook and have blessed many lives. He is also a seasoned counselor God uses immensely to repair shattered relationships. You are about to experience the manifest presence of God. Now, here's the Bishop, Eddie Fabian. may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Well, tonight, for just a short time, I'm going to share with you once again for our theme book for the month, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Amen. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Um, we're trying to get the books so that you can also have them and um, go through as I preach from them. Um, I don't know whether this is a good idea, this light, but anyway, the insects are just all over the place. But um, we have some other books, um, some promotional books that are for sale. Uh, these are all Bishop Dark's books. It's just going for 10 Ghana cities per copy. Uh, do we have some of those books there? If um, we can see. And uh, I, I believe that we must become readers. Leaders are readers. Yeah. And readers are leaders. So if you want to become, oh, just take each, a single of each. You can carry all. Yeah, and then we just show it quickly. Just three minutes because I need to preach. It's okay, just whatever you have. Um, there are a few books here. Each one of them is going for 10 Ghana cities. I want you to try and get a copy. Others, many are called. And then also, Understanding Quiet Time. I don't know whether Quiet Time is one of those books. Uh, loyalty and Disloyalty, those who are ignorant. Okay, some of these books will be going through them. Now, the tithing book, that one I believe is going for 30 cities or so, 30 or 40 cities. Uh, those that are 10 cities are different. Okay, so, um, but it will be good to just get these books and read them. This morning, Bishop was saying that in Rwanda, uh, the pastors have only two books that they read. Two books. Number one, the Bible. And number two, hymn book. These are the only two books they read in Rwanda, the pastors. So when they got the Macarius, and the Macarius is also still available, we just have about I think about four or so copies uh, left, four. Uh, and uh, those 60 books going for 300 cities. I don't know why you are not getting a copy. It's getting finished. So try and get it before it gets finished. Amen. Right. So we are preaching from this book. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. I'm sure you all know that song. It is a great thing. To serve the Lord, it is a great thing 
to serve the Lord, it is a great thing to serve the Lord, walking in the light of God. It is a great thing to serve the Lord, it is a great thing to serve. It is a great thing to serve the Lord, walking in the light of God. Oh, walk, 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 walk in the light. Oh, walk. Walking. Yeah, give me a, a different key. Oh, walk, 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 walk in the light. Walking in the light of God. Oh, oh, walk, 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 walk in the light. Oh, walk, 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 walk. Walk in the light, oh walk, 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 walk in the light, walking in the light of God. I don't know, whatever you are choosing is not working at all. It's going off my voice. Hallelujah. Well, we started um, from chapter one um, or chapter two, but I think I would like to continue that on Sunday, the chapter 2, so I'll leave that. But I'm moving on to chapter 3 of the book. It is a great thing to serve the Lord because you will receive good wages. Wow, are you excited about that? I thought you were going to put your hands together for Jesus. You will do what? You will receive good wages. Amen. I mean, Everybody who works, you must be paid. Amen. And it applies. Oh, can I have your amen? And it applies to workers in the church. Amen. When you work in the church also, you must be paid. Yeah. You must be paid. Let it go down a bit and then find something, no song in particular, just coolly playing in the background. You know, um, generally when people work, they are paid. Uh, if, if you are not working in a good place, you will not be paid as you work. And um, I think that you should come so that we pray for you to get a better job. <laughs> Amen. But when you read the Bible in Genesis chapter 21, Thank you, Lord Jesus. Or oh, Genesis chapter 29, sorry. Verse 15. Genesis chapter 29, verse 15. You will see that Laban had Jacob working with him. And the Bible says that, And Laban said unto Jacob, Because thou art my brother, shouldest thou therefore save me for naught? Tell me, what shall your wages be? So, uh, Jacob was Laban's sister's son. So, Laban was Rebekah's brother. Are you getting it? Rebekah was Isaac's wife. So, when he ran away from his brother Esau because he stole his blessing, he ran to his uncle. He said, go to my brother, your uncle and go and be with him. So when he was there, he was working with him. Then at a point, he said, 
even though you are my brother, you, know, you are my brother, should you just be working for naught? Because he knew the principle that nobody works for free. You are paid something when you work. So he asked him, tell me, tell me your wages. You know, it's rather important. Even later on, he started cheating him because he said that he had worked with him for a long time and he had changed the wages 10 times. Sometimes when you are working with some people, they just change the wages. Hey! But you see, when it comes to God, he doesn't change the wages. In fact, he rather makes it better for you. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. And that is why it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Yeah, there's a blessing in serving God. Maybe you should read it so that you can understand. Genesis 31 from verse 6 to verse 7. This is what Jacob said. He said, and you know that with all my power, I have served your father. He was telling his wife, Rachel, was telling her that you know that with all my power, I have worked for your father. I have served your father. And your father has deceived me. Mercy. And has changed my wages ten times. But God suffered him not to hurt me. So, it's like the thing was going to be that the guys, because of the wages that they were changing, he wasn't going to have anything. If he had not been for God on his side. In fact, when you read verse 41 of this same chapter, Genesis 31, 41, the Bible says that, if you can give it verse 41, thank you Lord Jesus. All right. Mm. Have you found it? It said, Thus have I been 20 years in your house. Can you imagine? The guy was in the man's house for 20 years. And do you know why? Because he saw his children and he loved, he loved one of them, Rachel. He wanted to marry her. And he said that if you want my daughter... You have to work for me seven years. You know, some of you brothers, small, uh, distant, bright, distant that they are charging you. You can't handle it. People are working seven years for a girl. You say you love somebody, you are not prepared to work for the person. Share. This is love. Somebody say, this is love. Seven years. And the guy worked for the seven years. Hey! How many of you brothers are prepared to work for seven years for a sister? Look at today's brothers. Oh, they don't want to work seven years for a sister. You see, that's why you will get any type of sister. But anyway, after he worked seven years, then they said, you have done well. Here's the lady. Take the lady and take her with you. So he took this lady and he went and they had a nice wedding and he did his best in the night and then when he woke up in the morning he realized that ah what a shock the girl he wanted that was not the girl that has been given to him oh no 
he didn't try for the guy he had given her him her sister Leah he said oh why and he too I was wondering how they were manifesting in the night were you not talking eh? couldn't he see that ah, the person is this one is not the one no talking silent trade was going on that night <laughs> Maybe they were talking, but he had decided that he would not even hear. He had not even heard anything. It's like this one, he has gotten his wife. So when he woke up, he realized that it was not the wife. So he went to the man and said, why? Why have you done this to me? And he said, oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. He said, you see, in our in our what in our culture you don't marry the younger one before the older one that that so we couldn't have given you the younger one so if you want the younger one too then work for another seven years oh no that man is too wicked they are just shifting the goalposts so he had to work another seven years to get Rachel. So one woman, 14 years. Hey, somebody say, hey, why? You know, and then after he had gotten the, the girls, it's like, okay, be around and work small. But as he was working, 20 years, he said, I have served the 14 years for your two daughters. <laughs> And six years for your cattle. And you have changed my wages ten times. Why? Why? Small working, I'm working that you are going to pay me. Some of you, where you are working, they are changing the wages too much. And you are not seeing the wages that you should have. And then, but he says something. He said, verse 42. He said, except the God of my father. Hallelujah. The God of Abraham and the fear of Isaac had been with me. He said, surely you would have sent me away empty. Hey, if God is not on your side, I'm telling you, by the time you will work and work and work, by the time you are leaving, you, you, nothing will be in your hand. You can end the year empty. You can end the year without anything in your hands. Mercy. But that shall not be your testimony. With God on your side, I see God making a way for you to be blessed. In the name of Jesus. But what am I trying to say? A human being, you cannot trust too much. And it's amazing how we spend all our time giving our years. This man gave 20 years of his life to a human being. And many of us give our years to human beings who will not pay us well. But the God who will pay you well, that's why you don't want to serve him. It's sad. That is why we need to hear more about how great it is to serve the Lord. Turn to John chapter 4. Are you here? You are very cool today. Is it the weather that is making you very cool? Okay. John chapter 4 and verse 36. John chapter 4 verse 36. 
please try and write. When you come build a service, it's for people who want to work for God. Hallelujah. So make sure that you have your Bibles, your notebooks, and your pens, and your writing. Now, can we all read it together? Ready, go. John chapter 4, verse 36. And he that reapeth receiveth wages and gathereth fruit unto life eternal, that both he that soweth and he that reapeth may rejoice together. Hallelujah. It is God's plan that he that soweth and he that reapeth. In other words, in the house of God, everybody is bound to receive something. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. Sometimes some people sow. Sometimes some people reap. It's like when we had the crusade. I was the one standing there preaching. But there were some other people who had also gone out to invite people to the crusade. There were people who made sure that the stage was there. There were people who made sure that the chairs were there. There were people who made sure that the sound was working. There were people. So every one of these people, the Bible says that together, as we reap the fruits, everybody is also going to have wages. Oh, I thought you were going to put your hands together. So in the house of God, everybody will receive wages. That is why it's a good thing to serve the Lord. That is why it's good to find something in the house of God and do. Because no matter what you find your hand to do, you'll be paid for it. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. The Bible says, Ecclesiastes 9 and verse 10. It says that whatsoever your hand finds to do. Ha. Has your hand found something to do? Whatsoever your hand finds to do, it said, do it with your might. Do it with your might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave where you are going to. No work there. And there's no wages also there. If you want wages, this is the place you are going to get the wages. Zenas, am I speaking to you? This is the place you are going to get the wages. And so work hard here. And last time we were reading the message Bible, if you were here, the message Bible says that whatever turns up, whatever turns up, I said whatever turns up, it said grab it, grab it. Somebody say I'll grab it. Yeah. Whatever you are called to do in the house of God, grab it. If you are given to sing, grab it. If you are given to be an usher, grab it. If you are given to help with media, grab it. If you are given to help to play the instrument. Why? Because every one of it is going to bring wages. Oh, I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. May you receive the wages that you must receive. In the name of Jesus. It said, grab it and do it and heartily he said this is your last and your only chance at it 
I don't know how long you're going to be living on this earth, but this may be your last chance to do something. Once you have the opportunity, do it with all your might. Waka, are you getting it? Do it with all your might. Because I don't know whether you have the opportunity again. Personally, that's my motto as I work in the house of God. I tell myself, I don't know whether tomorrow I will have the opportunity to do something again. Now that I've been given the opportunity, even let's take it and run with it. So he said, grab it, do it heartily. He said, this is your last chance. For there's no work to do, nor thoughts to think in the company of the dead where you are most certainly headed. Now, have you thought about that? The Bible says you are certainly headed for death. You are going to join the company of the dead. And you are not, it's like, I think that some of us feel that we are going to live forever. Oh, am I talking to somebody? Are you here? You look very quiet and very... Yes. He said, in the company of the dead where you are going, you will not even need to think about anything. Nothing is there to do. So if there's anything to do to receive wages, it is here. If we are going to build a church, let's give ourselves to building a church here. When we die, there's no church building. I remember one time, Bishop Doug said that um, a lady died they had gone out and they were pasting some posters or they were posting the posters <laughs> on walls I think there was going to be a convention or a crusade or something and they were going around and as they were posting the thing a car from somewhere nobody knows where the car came from came to clear them and that, that young lady died very sad this thing not that she was doing anything bad. She was just putting posters for crusade or something that we were going to have. And he said that at the funeral, the person who was preaching or the MC or whatever stood there. I think it was the MC. And he said, oh, our sister is dead and gone. But we believe that she's continuing the posting of the... <laughs> She's pasting the posters. I, I, I don't know what he was thinking. Doing the posters in the cemetery or what? I don't know what he was thinking. So, when the pastor came to stand there, he was about to preach, he said that uh, it was a good thought that the man had that the sister is still bad. When you die, there's no more work to do. Not at all. No more work to do. So, if there's any work to do, it is here to do it. She finished her work before she left. So for people who think that, oh, we are going to continue something, there's nothing else to do. You have gotten to heaven. Who again are you going to? The people in heaven, you are going to tell them about heaven. Oh, what are you going to do? You are going to do witnessing in heaven. Nothing again to do. You see, so it is now that if we have something to do, we must do it. And the reason why I'm also telling you to do it because there are some wages oh I don't know whether I'm, I'm talking to somebody here there are some wages that you must have it will be sad when you arrive in heaven God will begin to show you you know this one was supposed to be yours this one was supposed to be yours this one was supposed to be yours 
if you had done this, if you had given yourself to the work of God, if you had helped with this thing in a church, if you had done this, and you never did any of that, you will regret it. There are many people in heaven who are regretting, they are walking there regretting they could have done more that they didn't do. So tonight, I just came to share with you for a short time about the wages. Somebody said the wages. So it is a great thing to serve the Lord because you will receive good wages. Now, Bishop Dark says here, a wage is something that comes to you because of the work or service you have done. Are you there? Wages can be given to you on a daily, weekly, or monthly basis. Since God gives wages, you can expect blessings of wages on a daily, weekly, monthly, or yearly basis. Oh, are you excited about that? Yeah. Now, those of you who work with companies, big companies, AGA and uh, GRA and all these places, I believe that you can understand that there is a way that you are also giving something every week and every month. But God is saying that he is going to give you even better than what you are receiving. Now, he said, these different, he said, wages are therefore incomes, earnings, uh, returns, salaries, compensations, payment, payoff, remuneration, emolument, reimbursement, allowances, fees, uh, honorariums, what else? Awards, advances, rewards, benefits, stipends, remittances, and pensions. Wow. Now, these are different words which reveal the different kinds of wages you can expect when you serve God. Tonight, I pray that you will receive some of these wages before you die. Hallelujah. So, 20 types of wages. 20 types of wages that you are going to receive or that you can expect as you work for God. You know, one day Peter came to see Jesus and he said, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. He said, some of us, we have left everything home. <laughs> I've left my fishing boat. I've left everything, whatever I was doing. And I've come to follow you. I have a wife and I have children. What is going to happen as I'm following you and I'm serving you and I'm working for you? Jesus said, Peter, you are worrying too much. He said, in this life, you will receive a hundredfold. And not just in this life, but even in the life to come. May you receive every one of these blessings as you serve God. So number one, the wages that God will give to you, you are going to receive income. Incomes. Incomes. Expect incomes as you serve God. I said expect incomes as you serve God. Wow. Now what is an income? An income is the money that comes into your pocket <laughs> for the work that you have done. How many are expecting money in your pocket? As you are doing the work of God, may money enter your pocket in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Money will enter your pocket. Money will enter your pocket. God wants money to be there in your pocket. 
ladies, God wants money to be there in your handbag. Receive it in the name of Jesus. I feel that God is always looking for an opportunity to bless us. Yeah. His word says that he wishes above all things that we will prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. So God wants you to prosper. But he's looking for an opportunity to prosper you. I'm sure that if you were there and things just came to you, you will not value it in a certain way. But when you work for it, you give yourself and you see the blessings of it, you rather give yourself more to it. May you receive an income. I said, may you receive an income in the name of Jesus. Number two, earnings. <laughs> it's also a type of wage that you are getting. Expect earnings from God as you serve him. Now, what is an earning? An earning is a sum of money you get by working. So, when you do some work, there's some money that must come to you. Yeah. Listen, I'm talking about money. No, I think sometimes when we talk about money, some of you can't believe it. I said, God is giving you money in the name of Jesus. He said, I'm just someone, he said, Bishop, are you sure? I'm, I said, I'm sure. I'm talking about money that God is giving to you. May you receive money for the work that you have done. Yeah. You see, a lot of people have been swept, like Jacob was swept when he worked, that the wages was not coming. So, when we talk about this, oh, are you sure? We don't think that. I'm telling you that God will not disappoint you. He will literally put money in your hands. Oh, receive the money in your hands. Earnings. Somebody say earnings. It's coming into your hand. Expect amounts of money to be paid to you as you serve God. I see money hitting your bank account. I said, I see some money hitting your bank account. You will ask, where did this one come from? It is like miracle money. Receive it in Jesus' name. Number three, returns. Returns. It's also one of the wages that you get. Returns. 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 Expect returns from God as you serve him. Now, what is a return? A return is the gain you realize for the work you have done. So, when you do some work, there's supposed to be a gain in your life. There are some people, they have worked for years, but we don't see the gain in your life. Are you there? Do you know some people like that? You don't know anybody like that? You know some people like that? But how come you're not saying anything when I said it? You were looking at me as if what I said was very strange. Yeah. I know people who have worked for years, 25 years, and they have nothing to show. Or it is you yourself. That's why you are very quiet. <laughs> no, people have worked. They don't have anything to show. Gains. What have you gained? Jesus Christ said to the people, the servants that were given the talents, when he came back, he said, when I come back, I will see what you have gained by trading. So, in other words, you must be gaining something with the gifts that God has given to you. 
I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. Yeah. You must be gaining something. You must be gaining something. The talent God has given to you, he wants you to use it in his house so that you may gain something. What you have gained by trading. I think Luke 19 or something. What have you gained by trading? If you haven't gained anything, you haven't traded with what was given to you. Isaac, are you trading with what was given to you? Or not? And many of us are not. That is why we are not seeing the greatness in serving God. Oh, it is a great thing to serve the Lord. I said it's a great thing to serve the Lord. But you need to gain by trading. Oh, you haven't found the scripture, Luke chapter 19. It's supposed to be there in Luke 19. Or type gain by trading. Gained by trading. The scripture will come and you'll find it. They worked. Jesus said, when I come back, I will check and see what you have gained by trading. Oh, may you gain something by trading. Some of you, even if you are riding a bicycle, crank, Rebecca say, you have gained. You have worked at this place that you are working. Nothing has come out of you. Why don't you now begin to see that, listen, I need to work at a place where I will gain. Let me rather work for God. Let me give myself to the things of God. And some of you are growing older. You are not getting younger. Are you born here today? You are very quiet. Oh. You are not getting younger. I am very happy that when I look at my life, at my age at this time, I have used a greater part of my life to serve God. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Use a greater part of your life to serve God. Not to be serving all these companies who when you die, they are not even interested in you again. But God is not just in this life. But even after you die, he's interested in you. Oh, it's a good place to put your hands together. Give your life to do things for God. Give your energy. Give your time. Give your money to doing the work of God and serving God. And I promise you, you will receive returns. Somebody say returns. I see you receiving it in Jesus' name. Number four. Salaries. Wow. I think that's why you understand that one, isn't it? Let it go down a bit eh? and just play something softly, not too loud. Salaries. Salaries. Yeah. That's what you call moon die, isn't it? People are waiting for the month to end. Then you receive your salary. God also gives us salaries. Oh, I didn't hear your amen. I said God also gives you salaries. Expect salaries from God as you serve him. A salary, what's a salary? A salary is the money that someone is paid each month by his employer. When you work in the house of God, your employer is God. You know sometimes some people look at the pastor as if the pastor is your employer. Have you, have you, have you noticed that thing? Sometimes some people walk in the church and it's like, hmm, pastor, the way my life is going, can't you see that you have to help me? Your eyes are on the wrong person. 
That is why maybe you are not receiving blessing that you should receive. And everything you are doing, you are looking at it, whether pastor can notice what you are doing. Is it unto pastor or unto God? Ephesians chapter 6 verse 8 is a verse you must know. Ah, you found it. Luke 15. It came to pass. He said, he commanded them that he might know how much every man had gained by trading. You will gain when you trade with what God has given to you. I, I have not kept back anything. Bible says that Paul said, I have not kept back anything that was profitable to you. I try. I try that anything I have that I can give to the house of God, I am giving it. Whether it's my voice, whether it's my money, whether it's my time, whether it's my energy, I spend and I am spent for God. Yeah. In Ephesians chapter 6 verse 8, he said, knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of his pastor. Oh, you didn't hear me? Oh, you didn't read what I read? Let's read it again. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the man of God that he is working with. Oh, are you sure? Did you read it well? Let's read it again. Knowing that whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of, of, of the Lord. So if you are doing any good thing in the house of God, let your eyes be on the Lord. Let your eyes be on the Lord. Let your eyes be on the Lord. And I'm telling you, he is going to reward you. So just like how your, 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 your employer will pay you at the end of the month, God also will pay you at the end of the month. Oh, you mark it on the wall. I see your salary being sent to your bank account. I said, I see your salary being sent to your bank account. Receive it in the name of Jesus. God will ensure that you are paid. That's what the psalmist said. He said, just as the maiden lifts up her eyes to look at her mistress, he said, in the same way, oh Lord, we look up to you. Wow. Have you seen that scripture? Just as the maiden lifts up her eyes to her mistress, he said, oh Lord, this is how we also lift up our eyes to you. You must lift up your eyes to God as the one who will provide for you as the one who will pay you your salary for working for him but not any other person but rather we are looking at men we are looking at the pastor if are some people when you see them in church it's like pastor what are you doing to me no 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 have you, have you uh, pastor innocent have you seen some people like that before when you look at them, when you, the, the way they look, it's like, what are you doing to me? When you look at the pastor, you will receive the pastor's reward. But when you look at God, I said, when you look at God, you receive the reward that God. Psalm 1, 2, 3, verse 2. It said, behold, as the eyes of the servants look unto the hand of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress, it says, so our eyes wait upon thee, O Lord, our God, until you have mercy upon us. Oh, somebody put your hands together for Jesus. May you receive salaries from God. I said, may you receive salaries from God.
in the name of Jesus. Hey, since you have been employed by God, you can expect a good salary from heaven. These salaries are like are the wages you can expect from God as you serve in the house of God. Number five, compensation. Compensations. Oh, are you writing these things down? Compensations. Anybody who works for God, you will be compensated. Mm. Expect compensation from God as you serve him. What is a compensation? A compensation is money that is given to someone who has experienced loss or suffering. Yeah. So sometimes, because of the work that you are doing for God, maybe you experience some loss. You experience some kind of suffering. Or you experience something. Listen, God is a just... I mean, if you are talking about uh, good employers, God is the best employer you can ever have. That's why as I worked for some time, I looked at the thing and I said, listen, I feel that it would be better for me to work for God full time than to work for anybody. Because as I work for people, I just realized that I come back and still things are not even any different. But when you work for God, I said when you work for God, great blessings. Compensations. You'll be compensated. Whatever you have lost because you serve God, you shall be compensated for it. Oh yeah. I don't know what you have lost. You lost a, 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 a boyfriend, you'll be compensated for it. You lost some something you become anything you have lost because you serve God. I don't know what things you have lost. I don't know what things you have lost. Have you lost some things as you started serving God? Yeah. If you have lost money, you'll be compensated. God will give you more money than you have ever imagined. Everything I have given to God, God has given back to me. Good measure, pressed down, shaking together, running over. He has given to me. And if you haven't also lost anything to serve God, then you too, there is also a question mark about your this thing. Anybody, Jesus said that anybody who wants to come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross and follow me. What have you denied in your life? Many people have not denied anything. And you are following. And you are expecting to be compensated. What compensation again? Yeah. What was that scripture? There's a scripture. It talks about recompense of reward. I think it's in Hebrews. Recompense. It's just a compensation that God will give to you. God is in the business of compensating people. Oh, you didn't hear me. I said God is in the business of compensating people. Tonight, may God compensate you for anything you have lost. This year, 2020, anything you have lost, may you receive a compensation in the name of Jesus. That is the God that we serve. It's a, a just recompense of reward. Have you found that scripture? Yeah. It said, for we know that him, we know him that has said, vengeance belonging to me are recompense. Not this verse. There's one, it talks about a just recompense of reward. 
that scripture that is what I'm looking for may God give you the exact recompense that you need in the name of Jesus seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you that one is more like paying the people but he gives a reward of compensation look for it you'll find it so the Bible it says here you will be paid for what, whatever you have lost and whatever you have suffered. You must therefore expect a good compensation to be paid to you as you serve God. These compensations are the wages you can expect from God as you stay in his service. Hallelujah. Amen. No, I have, I have suffered things as I have served God. But God has not left me. One has gone through many things. Attacks by robbers and things like that. But God has always been faithful. He has always compensated me. I remember when we attacked by robbers, my daughter was very little. She was a baby. And the armed robbers put guns on her and all that. I still can feel the knife that was put here on my side. You know, we are just close from a, a, a convention. We're going home. You know, and these robbers came. But as they took my car and took everything away, today God has compensated me more, more. They took because my daughter's clothes were in the car. We normally used to carry all her clothes when we are moving. Sometimes we take her to my mother in law's place carry everything. They took all away. When people heard it, oh, more clothes, more clothes, more clothes. I got a new car. I realized that God wanted to change my car. They, they gave us, they, they took our phones. We got new phones. I realized that God wanted to give us new phones, but he needed a way to give us a new phone. Some of you, God wants to give you something new, but he's trying to find a way to compensate you. Receive it as you are working for God. If you are not working for God, don't expect anything. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward. God is just. <laughs> Number six. Hey, you people, my time is up. Payments, that's the next one. Payments is also another type of wage that God, God gives to people who works for him. Expect payment from God as you serve him. Now, what is a payment? A payment is the money you earn for the work you have done. So the question is, why are you expecting some payment when you haven't done any work? There are a lot of people expecting God to do things for them. They are in the church, looking up to God. And you are expecting payment. Why should you be paid for work that is not done? Sometimes you can have some uh, artisans come to your house to do something for you. And when you look at the thing they have done, no work done, no work done. Get to the job, get to the job. <laughs> you don't know that story. You know that story. Hey, you people, you haven't been listening to messages. You don't listen to Bishop Dax's preaching. You have to be listening. He said when he was in secondary school, there was this senior. They would be scrubbing. They would give them the bathroom to scrub. And any time they go to scrub, 
when they finish, they have to go and call him to come and inspect. And the guy, it was a K-leg guy. When he comes, he will not even inspect it. When he comes, he says, no work done, no work done. Get to the job, get to the job. <laughs> he will not look even at the work that they have done. And he will let them be there. They will keep scrubbing and scrubbing till late in the night. And he will be doing his K-leg like, no work done, no work done. Get to the job. It's like he's waiting for you to give him some sardines and something. When you give it to him, then, oh, you will scrub and scrub. When he comes, he just does a no work done, no work done. Get to the job, get to the job. So, some of us, you are coming to receive payment from God. God is looking at you and saying, no work done, no work done. Get to the job, get to the job. Put your hands together for Jesus. What work are you doing in the house of God? But if you are working, oh, expect some payment. I see payment being wired into your account. Oh, only three people received. I said, I see payment wired into your account. I see payment wired to your Momo account. I see payment coming to you by Western Union Morning Transfer. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Wow. You must therefore expect a good payment to be paid to you as you serve God. These payments are wages you can expect from God. Number seven, payoffs. Payoffs. It's also a type of wage. Expect income from God as you serve him. A payoff is a large amount paid to someone by their employer when the person is forced to leave their job. Mm. You see, payoff is like when you are leaving a job somewhere, you are, you are giving something to like pay you off as you are going. And sometimes people don't know that when you have left working for the enemy and working for whatever and you have come to God, God gives you a payoff for coming. Oh, I don't know what I'm talking to somebody. Yeah. When you are not leaving, you are not getting your payoff. There are a lot of people in church. You claim to be working for God, but you are also working for the Satan. You are, you are, uh, uh, like somebody said, bona fide, bona fide employee. Bona fide, do you know bona fide? Bona fide. Bona fide employee of Satan. He's using you fully. Hey, pastor, how can you say that he's using me? I'm in the church. The way you go around gossiping, you don't know that Satan who has employed you. The way you go around backbiting people, you don't know that Satan has employed you. Why is the church quiet? The way when they are preaching, you criticize the preaching, you don't know that Satan has employed you. The way you fight against the pain of tithe in the church, you don't know that Satan has employed you. But when you stop these things, and you decide that I'm going to work for God, I'm going to give myself fully to the work of God, then you will begin to see the payoff. First Timothy chapter 4 verse 15. Paul said to Timothy, 
He said, meditate on these things. Then he said, give yourself wholly, wholly to them. And when you give yourself wholly to them, what will happen? He said, and then you're profiting, profit, you're profiting, you're profits, you're profiting, you're profits, you're profiting will begin to appear. Everybody will see it that you have profit. But you haven't given yourself wholly. A lot of us give ourselves half half to the things of God. As the next person, are you a half half employee of God or you are a whole whole employee of God? Now it's easy to say yes, whole whole, but when we look at your life, we see that it's not easy. When we need you to go for outreach, you are not there. The employee who is selective as to the type of work you would like to do. No. If you are giving yourself wholly any work, what did we say? Whatever turns up, isn't it? Whatever turns up. That is when you say you are working for God. According to Ecclesiastes 9.10. Whatsoever turns up, grab it and do it. You cannot say, I'm doing this, but I'm not doing this. I'm doing this. They are not working for God. They are not working for God. I don't think that there is any job in the house of God that I have refrained myself from. No. Is it singing? I've not refrained myself from it. Is it ushering? I've not refrained myself from it. I've done ushering work. I've arranged I used to carry benches from Queen's Dining Hall to the Great Hall. We carry it and we go. We have... Uh, Interhall Christian Fellowship meeting. When we finish, we carry it back. We have done all. Is it sound control? I've done it. Anything you can think of, I've done it. Is it even being a receptionist at the church? I've done it before. I've sat at the reception of the church. I was the receptionist of the church. And when people come, they speak to me. When calls come, it comes to me. I was the receptionist of the church. Now, today's Christians, we are selective as to what we want to do for God. That's why it is not a great thing. You don't see serving God as a great thing. But when you begin to give yourself holy, your profiting will begin to appear and you begin to understand that it is a great thing to serve the Lord. May your payoff come quickly. When you come into full-time ministry, Bishop Dark says, you are forced to leave your secular employment. I had to leave my medical profession in order to work for God full-time. You can expect large amounts to be paid to you by God because you had to leave your job. Number eight. Re- this word, I always struggle to mention it. Rem- rem- remuneration. <laughs> yeah okay now it's also a type of wage now what is it it is the act of paying for goods and services and to recompense losses yeah so 
anything that you have provided, there is what? Maggie, you know the word. Eh? Is it numeration or numeration? Numeration. Are you sure? Renumeration. <laughs> you know, when Peter gave his boat to Jesus, you see, by the time Jesus had finished with the boat, owner, the boat was breaking with blessings. May your bank account break with blessings. By the time God is finished with you because you gave yourself. I won't mention the word. It will. <laughs> the Bible says he had so much fish in his boat that the fish, the nets began to break. This morning I heard Bishop saying that a, a, a fishing net is not a mosquito net. <laughs> Was it this night or revival service? He said, a, fi a, a fishing net is not a mosquito net that will just tear. It's very strong. So for the net to break and to tear, that means that Charlie, the, the blessing was heavy. May God give you heavy blessing. I said, may God give you heavy blessing. May your net begin to break. May your bank account begin to break. May that thing where you store your things, uh, may it begin to break in the name of Jesus. It was so much that he couldn't handle it. He had to beckon other people to come and help. That is going to be the blessing that is coming your way. You are going to beckon people to come and join. You are going to call others to come and chop some. That will be your testimony in Jesus' name. Yeah. And the Bible says that in fact, when he saw it in Luke chapter 5, he fell down at the feet of Jesus and he said, I am a sinner. Why did he say that? Because he realized that, listen, he should rather be following him. He should rather be serving him instead of following these fishes. He had a revelation that, listen, I'm wasting my time following after all these things that I'm doing. I need to rather follow God. And the Bible says that, and he forsook all. Eh? Verse 9. He was astonished at the fishes. Verse 10. Verse 11 is the verse I'm looking for. And when they brought their ships to land, they forsook all and followed him. This is the verse that made me come full time. I read this verse in the Bible for my quiet time. When I read the thing, I said, no. You see, the man said, I have sinned. But he didn't stay there. He went on to take a step to do something about it. He had realized that no, what he had to do with his life was to serve God. And many of us have realized it, that what you need to do with your life is to serve God. But rather, instead of forsaking all to serve God, you are still holding on to the thing. Oh Lord, 
We want to serve you. But this one too is there. How many know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm talking about. You know it. You know it. If I am a sinner, I realize that I've made a mistake. I need to take the step I need to take. I need to forsake all. If it's friends, you must forsake. Forsake. If it's a certain way of living, you must forsake. Forsake it so that you can have time to serve God. I'm speaking to you watching me on Facebook. If the things that you must forsake, and they forsook all, not just some. Because some of us forsake some, but we don't forsake all. That's why you don't serve God wholly, and that's why you don't get the benefits that you must get in God. So when they say it's a great thing to serve God, you look at it and say, eh, it's a great thing, oh, but me, I can't see it, oh. And you can't even share your testimony. The place is quiet. I don't know whether you, you, you don't like the message I'm preaching. You love it? All right. Number nine. We're going to close very soon. Emoluments. Emoluments. E-M-O-L-U-M-E-N-T-S. Emoluments. Emoluments. Sarah, do you know what emoluments is? I thought you were going to write it down. Emoluments. Write it down somewhere, even in your phone or whatever. Write it somewhere. Emoluments. You are hearing words in church. It's also a type of way that when you serve God, you receive. When you are working in places, you people, those, those of you who say you are working in certain places, haven't you been hearing these words over there? You have been hearing the monuments, isn't it? Eh? Margaret, have you not been hearing such words? You hear them all the time. Oh, where you are, they don't give you a monument. Oh, and yeah, you are not. It, your own is bad, ground. Because I thought that they were giving you so that at least we'll say that, oh, you are having that. That's why you don't need what God is giving man's emolument and God's emolument. You should ask Jacob to tell you what Laban did to him. What is an emolument? An emolument is an alternative form of payment that a person receives for doing work. So sometimes the work that you have done they may have to pay you salary or whatever, but they are not giving you salary. They, they give you something else. An emolument. Yeah. So sometimes you find that some places, so this person is not being paid, but he's being given some emoluments for, for the, the thing he's doing. So God also has that. God understands that. And he gives people emoluments. Hey. You will be paid in kind. You will be given gifts. You will be given privileges, which are all a part of your wages given to you by God. So, this one the gifts, the kind gestures, the privileges that you get, it's all part of the things that God gives to you. I remember when I was coming into full-time ministry, I just said to myself, because where I was working, I was due to travel. So many things that were packaged for me, you know. And uh, 
when I was even leaving, my boss asked me, he said, so, <coughs> is the church going to pay you more than we are paying you? See, because their mind is that they, they, they are giving you something. And I said, oh, no, it's not about money. And I told myself when I was leaving that I won't travel abroad again. I would, no, I think I said I would never sit in a plane. I think that's what I said. It looks like I will never sit on a plane. And I resigned myself to it that this is my life. <laughs> but to my shock prize. I mean, I, I sat on a plane now that I get tired of the plane. I remember the first time that I had to travel. Yeah. I had to accompany the presiding bishop to Korea. And that trip had to take me through the UK. You know. So as we were going, we went to KLM. And KLM, if you are going, by means you must pass through Amsterdam. So we went to Amsterdam, got down there, got to Skipol Airport, got into another plane, took us to Heathrow Airport. And then I went into UK. I was there. I met some friends and things who were there in the UK. Then we're going to Korea. So we had to come from UK back to Amsterdam again. So already just by this small move, I've done three planes that I've sat in. To Amsterdam. Then from Amsterdam to uh, uh, Seoul. Flying about 15 hours flight and in the plane and enjoying. I said, is it me? He said, the Lord said, it is you. I'm giving you a monument. May you receive a monument from the Lord. So just by passing to, just so I had done four planes, sat in four different planes and the one to, so was a, a Mankota Mankono type of plane. Do you know Mankota Mankono? Hey, the plane that there is downstairs and upstairs. What a shock. I said, hey, that thing that I thought I would never sit on a plane. And coming from Seoul, Korea, back to UK again. So we had to come back to Amsterdam, to UK, back to Amsterdam again, and to Accra. So by the time I finished just that trip to Seoul, Korea, I've sat in eight different planes. God said, I want to show you that this one is nothing for me. I can give you more. And since then, I've traveled. I've traveled to so many countries. So many countries. I cannot scam them. So many countries. Just because I gave myself. I'm sure if I was still working at that place, in I would just be here. Nah, nothing would have happened to me. But I received the emolument of God. Number 10. Let me close with this one. Reimbursements. What is reimbursement? It's like you use your money and then they, they give it back to you again. They reimburse you. Yeah. So when you serve God, expect reimbursements. Yeah. You know, one day we had some pastors be in one of our uh, churches abroad. They came with a long letter and they had written petition that as they have been driving to go on visitation and go to their church to preach, their ties are worn out 
uh, they are whatever. And so they want uh, 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 money to repair their ties and the car that is worn out. Hey. You see, men look at man. That's what I'm telling you. Some people are in the church. Is that they are looking at the pastor. Never forget Ephesians 6 verse 8. Whatsoever you do, receive the same from the Lord and not from your pastor. Are you there? The church is very quiet. I don't know whether I'm, I'm talking to somebody. When you come, pay me for playing keyboard in the church. You haven't understood something. That's why you are doing that. Pay me for protecting the screen. You haven't understood something. Pay me for coming to sweep the church. Pay me for controlling the sound. Turning on. Pay me for it. You have not understood something. That is why. There is something called reimbursement. As you have given to it. Your money that you use to do fuel. To move the car. There are sometimes I do things for the church. I don't, I don't collect any money. Because the way God reimburses me. I, I cannot comment it. Sometimes when I'm paying my tithe. Some of you, when you are paying your tithe, the way you calculate with God, 10, I didn't hear 10%, oh God, 10%, 10 over 100 times, and then you calculate, calculate, calculate. And when the thing is 0.3, 30 pesos, who did 30 pesos? Abba! And sometimes, instead of rounding up, you rather run down. The thing is 10.3. Make it 11. So no, I'll make it 10. I cannot, I cannot give the... No, you people know what I'm talking about. You, you know what I'm talking about. You are doing calculations with God. If God starts doing calculations with you, you will not enjoy it. So when I look at it, even when I'm paying my time, sometimes I say, oh, add it to it, add it to it, add it to it, add it to it. Because I know God will reimburse me. I know God will. Re oh, I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody here. God will reimburse you. Forget about collecting money from the church. Forget about taking money for the things you are doing for the church. And wait and see if God will not reimburse every effort you have put in. I pray that these things that we have shared is going to get into our spirits. It's going to get into our hearts. It's going to get into our minds. Then we will rise up and see that it is a great thing to serve the Lord. Stand to your feet and let us close. Oh, you can do better. Put your hands together for Jesus. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Oh, oh, walking in the of God. Oh, it is a come on to I can't hear you. It is a great thing to serve. It is a great thing to serve the Lord. Walking in the light of come on, walk. Oh, walk, 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 walk in the light. Oh, walk, walk, walk. Dance, 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 dance,
Just lift up your hands and talk to God. Tell the Lord, I understand what a blessing it is to serve you. Ah, pray. Wages that must come to you. Pray that you will enjoy these wages. We just looked at 10 of them. There are 10 more. But pray that you enjoy these things. The emoluments, the reinvestment, the payments, the payoffs. Oh, pray. Pray. Pray that you enjoy them in your life. Oh, Rabababako Satalabande. Shandere Broka Satalabandere. Rekotoria Satalabandaba. Shakatalabababa. You are receiving wages. You are receiving wages. You are receiving wages as you serve God. Makatabatoria Sanda. It's a great thing to serve God. Father, may we give ourselves holy. May we give ourselves completely to you, Lord. May we serve you to see the benefits of serving you. May all the things that go with serving you, the wages that we receive, the emoluments, the reimbursements, oh God, the payments, oh Lord, in the name of Jesus, the remunerations and all that, oh God, in the name of Jesus, may it be our portion in the name of Jesus. Bless your people. Let this understanding sink into our hearts, Lord, that we will give ourselves wholly to the work of the Lord. We bless you, Father, and we thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. And as every head is bowed, all eyes closed, maybe you are here. You are not saved. You are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to surrender my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. I'd like to pray with you. If you're here like that, just lift up your right hand or you're watching or you're listening by radio, whichever way, by podcast, I'm going to pray with you. Say after me, Jesus. Oh, say Jesus. Today, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. Forgive me all my sins. Come into my heart make me a new person write my name in the Lamb's book of life from today I will serve you I will follow you for the rest of my days thank you Jesus for saving me amen and amen oh put your hands together for Jesus we believe you have been exalted, edified, and comforted by the prophetic word. Call or WhatsApp plus 233-591-524-522. That's plus 233-591-524-522. To speak to Prophet Eddie Fabian. Prophet Fabian would love to hear from you today and to stand with you in prayer. Eddie Fabian is also on Facebook, so stay in touch. Until Prophet Eddie Fabian comes your way again, run! with a prophetic word.